Carmela, do you believe in the saying, you get what you pay for? Well, I don't follow it as closely as you do. Okay, well, do you think that it applies to Costco Kirkland brand products? No, I don't think so. Well, really? Okay, well, we're going to find out today if it applies to the $4.99 Costco Kirkland Signature Pinot Grigio. Wow, okay, I'm in. Hello, and welcome to the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife and my wine-pairing partner in crime, Carmela. Hi there! And we are the Wine Pair. Woo! And I'm going to do a little orientation while Carmela eats some popcorn. Yeah, okay, no, here I'm we go. Sorry, I had, That's you okay. Know, a You're hungry. Snack attack. You're hungry, and you got to do it. Okay, a quick orientation for those of you who may be new to the podcast. In each episode, what we do is we learn about and taste and give our brutally honest review of three wines that are reasonably priced. That means under twenty dollars each, and should be easy for you to find. And our podcast is made for people like us, mm-hmm. people who love wine and popcorn, evidently, but mm-hmm. want to learn more about wine and maybe popcorn and find new wines and maybe popcorn to explore and maybe just feel more confident when we talk about an order wine with popcorn are we pairing i guess so we by default we are mm-hmm. so if that sounds like you you're in the right place and we invite you to taste these wines or a wine from I your need stash a little popcorn and some popcorn along with us is a fun way to participate in the podcast sounds perfect and we are proud to say that we are officially recommended by the editors of decanter magazine who call us fun irreverent chatty and entertaining what? and we also are in the mercury news Oh, uh, that's so week. cool! So look yeah. for that. About nine podcasts about the that make the Bay Area great, or something. Oh I don't my know. Gosh, okay, what in the world? even though we're in Seattle, mm-hmm. who knew it? Okay, Carmela. Today we're back to one of our fan favorite episodes: okay. the Costco Kirkland Signature Brand Wine Challenge. Yes. Yeah, we've done a lot of challenges. We did one for Cabernet Sauvignon, and we've done a challenge for Chardonnay, mm-hmm. and we did a recently a challenge for Chianti. And this week we are going back to Italy to challenge. Their Grave Pinot Grigio, which sells for the low, low price of $4.99. Incredible. I know. It's amazing. And this is the kind of wine challenge that I think you like, Carmela. Mm, It's right up my alley. Yeah, because after weeks of slogging through red wines, Uh, we're back to some white wines. It's just like getting through my chores. Woohoo! No, I do like like, popcorn. I've enjoyed enjoyed all of these challenges. But this this just happens to be one of my favorite wines. Very. Exactly. So, you may ask... What is a Costco Kirkland Signature Wine Challenge? You may. So should we tell them? We should. Okay. Well, in these challenges, what we do is we taste a Costco Kirkland Signature Wine, and mm-hmm. those are very popular. And then we taste it against a few other wines of the same varietal and style to see what we think. Okay. And we'll give the Kirkland Signature Wine a rating and a review on its own and let you know what we think. But we also think it's a little bit extra fun to see how it stacks up against wines that you can pick up at any old grocery store. Right. And they're all under $20. They're all under $20. Okay. And because it's Pinot Grigio, and we'll talk about this. They're, they're all Pinot Grigio. And they're quite a bit under $20, too, uh-huh. which is a nice thing about mm-hmm. Pinot Grigio. Okay. Now, speaking of Pinot Grigio, Carmela, because that's what we're speaking of, mm-hmm. some people are not crazy about this white wine we call Pinot Grigio. Why? Well, I'll tell you. And we love it. And you love it. I've, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. I've loved it my whole life. Okay, that's weird. It is. Well, not your whole your whole no. adult life. Exactly. How about that? But wine snobs don't like it because they think it's a little bit too bland and too soft. Hmm. That it doesn't have like enough flavor and complexity. Well, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not a big, bold, punch you in the face, vanilla, creamy, buttery wine. Yeah, especially for those of you. Which I don't really love. No, we don't really love them. And especially for those of you who may be partial to those big, buttery, like oaked 
California Chardonnays or other American Chardonnays. So you may find in that case that Pinot Grigio is a super subtle and maybe even a not very interesting wine, but we're here to change your mind today. That's right. Mm -hmm. So now I got an article from the Globe and Mail and I have a link to it in our show notes. So if you go to this, go to our website and go to this episode, you can find it in the show notes. And I think it says it perfectly. This is what it says. Quote, in many ways, Pinot Grigio is the nickelback of the wine world. The Hmm. massively popular white wine has long been criticized for bland, formulaic, and ruining wine. It has been written wow. off. I know. It's been written ruining off. Ruining wine? Yeah, listen. It's That's been ri- bold. Okay, but listen. It's been written off as the water of wine. Yet, wow. Yet sales continue to boom across Canada and around the world. It said Canada because Globe and Mail is from Canada. Mm-hmm. Consumers tend to enjoy its simple, refreshing, lemony character and its affordable price. See? Mm-hmm. It's got a lot going for it. It does. And then The Guardian also said the similar things in another article. They called it, well, I like this, they call it the Pilsner or Lager uh, of wines. I, I mean, I can get behind that. Yeah, because like a, a Pilsner or a Lager is a crisp. Right, more refreshing, re- more you, summer. You have a cold, of- really cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think in, it's quaffable, quaffable. Wow, oh, that um, word. You know, and it's perfect for drinking outside, like a, like a Pinot Grigio is perfect for drinking outside, al fresco during the summer. You know, it's a nice yeah. wine. And I also feel like it's a crowd pleaser typically except for it sounds like maybe it's not but for i not, not find... if your crowd is wine snobs well i don't know i don't okay. know about that okay but what you were gonna say you find no i'm just thinking that you you know it's not offensive it's usually pretty mm-hmm. easy drinking and most people there's what is there to like hate about it well you know quit the hating quit the hating Turn up the love, turn down no, the, the hate. hate. How yeah, about that? Yeah. Go your little dial, you know, dial it up. Move it out. That's right. Move <laughs> it up or move it on or move it out. Okay. And it's also great in pairing with fish and seafood and, and right. fare and like that. All the food so, I love. And popcorn. Popcorn it is popcorn. fantastic with. Yeah. I mean, have you had it? Can <laughs> I have, I? Ha- you have, I've had, had it. popcorn in my life. But not with Pinot Grigio? I don't know. We're going to find out. You We're going to find wait out. for We're it. Gonna, okay. okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. So we are on a quest today, Carmela, to do both a taste challenge of the Costco Kirkland brand Pinot Grigio mm-hmm. against some other well-known and easy-to-find Pinot Grigios from similar areas of Italy. And again, to see if we can't convince you that Pinot Grigio deserves a second chance or at least, like me, a little more respect. What? Yeah, I deserve more you respect. Do? I don't respect you enough. I feel I like think I you fully do, respect you. But I don't feel like everybody does. Oh, boy. Okay. I think you're just sensitive. Well, we're going to do that in a minute, Carmela. <laughs> but first... You got to do our shameless plug. That's right. Do you like how I just skirted by that little comment wow. you made? Okay. We want to thank you for listening to us and supporting our show. And if you haven't had the chance to do so yet, that would be the perfect time to subscribe to our podcast as a free way to support us. And then you never have to miss a show. And thanks very much to all of you who have already done that. And another great way to support us is to leave a nice rating and review on our website or on Apple Podcasts. So people will go, oh, these guys, they must be cool. Wow. And then you can follow us on Instagram at the Wine Pair Podcast and also Threads, which I'm hearing now with the, within a week of being launched, people are already bagging on it. So there you oh, go. Oh, weird. I got some requests from people. Oh, like, you did? Hey, we, we want you to We be, want you to be on Threads. Yeah. Can we follow you on Threads? I was like, or something like that. I'm not, on, th- I'm not like, on Threads. You're like, and, and when she says me, she means love baby cakes. No. Baby Cakes Lady. Oh, yeah. Baby Cakes Lady. Right, Sorry. Right. That's Love the website. Baby Cakes is the website. Yeah. You're right. Okay. And, but if you want to see, uh, go to our website, the mm-hmm. Wine Pair Podcast website, you can go to thewinepairpodcast.com. Right. 
And as we do every week, we'll tell you someone we think you should tell about the Wine Pair podcast. And this week is pretty simple. We want you to forward this episode. So just you're on your phone. Maybe you're on your phone or at your computer. Share just it. Forward, forward this it. episode to the white wine lover in your life who thinks that Costco Kirkland is the cat's pajamas. Oh, so somebody who loves Costco Kirkland yeah, brands. exactly. And okay. white wine. Okay, and so you're just saying, hey, so if you're going to try one from Costco, this is... Okay, I know I'm spelling it out, but sometimes no, I need to hear... You know, I need to like like process it. Yeah. So the person who loves white wine and loves Kirkland Costco brand... You got it. Like this wine, Pinot Grigio, is for you. you Unless it. we don't like it. We, we'll like it. I just know we'll... <laughs> you're right. We may not like it. We may, we'll see how we really feel yeah, about it. We might have to change it at the end. I'm just impressed that you totally glossed lost over cat's pajamas but no i get that okay i get that i just you know clarifying it for others who don't understand cat's pajamas that's kind of an older person you know what are i don't know i'm not saying back to the respect thing i don't want to say anything yeah i need a touch more respect okay (laughs) let's get to so let's talk about what the deal is with Pinot Grigio. What do you say, let's, Carmela? Let's. Okay, so Pinot Grigio is a very popular wine. And some of you may be wondering if it's the same wine as Pinot Gris, and we're here to set you straight. The answer is they are the same grape, although some people would say they're a different wine. Well, they're just a different pronunciation depending on where you're drinking it. Yeah, and they're the same grape. Uh, there's a great article from the Wine Spectator that I have a link to in our show notes. And Pinot Gris, and it talks about it. So Pinot Gris and Pinot Grigio are two different names for the same white wine grape. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of wines, when a grape is grown in a certain area, or terroir, as the French might like to say, wow. the wines can taste pretty different. Mm. But any wine made from that grape, the Pinot Gris or Pinot Grigio grape, should have a citrusy bent to it, should have some acidity, should be a pretty fresh wine. Pinot Gris is the name for the grape in France. Mm -hmm. And if you find it grown and produced in other parts of the world other than Italy, I think more often you'll find it called Pinot Gris rather than Pinot Grigio. Okay. I think that's I think it's more of an Italian thing right. to call it Pinot Grigio mm-hmm. and because a lot of a lot of wines from France that come to the United States they keep their kind of French name. Or, okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. But French again, win on that one. That's huh? right. But they are the same grape and uh, even though they have slightly different names. And on the on a side note, the grape is known as Grauburgunder in Austria and Germany. What? I know, just in case you want to get more confused. Mm, okay. Okay, now Pinot Grigio does tend to be lighter and crisper than most wines made from the same grape. So I think you'll find a Pinot Gris to be a little bit different. And so what be- other wines do they use that grape in? No, I'm just saying a Pinot Gris. Because a Pinot Gris okay. will tend to be a little bit... Than a Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Pinot Grigio, the style of wine that they make in Italy mm-hmm. tends to be pretty light, pretty acidic. Okay. And that also has something to do, again, with a terroir, that like the, the land, place. the culture, yeah. the, exactly, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And it tends to be pretty low price and has a pretty, as you said, a kind of a crowd-pleasing flavor. So it tends to be pretty popular. And according to Impact Data Bank... Which I found on the interwebs. Pinot Grigio is the second most popular wine in the U.S. White wine, I guess, in the Uh U.S. Behind Chardonnay. Of course. And just ahead of Moscato and Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. Okay. And Moscato, huh? Mm -hmm. Huh. I know. Moscato we don't drink. We may have Mm. to do an episode on it. It tends to be really sweet. Yeah, that's why I, yeah, I'm not super into it, but would love to have a little challenge. And it's, it's very popular. Moscato is very, in fact, sometimes Moscato, we're totally on a team. Well, sure, but not, it's not one of the tops, but Moscato kind of tends to be sometimes sort of a, well, no, a wine, 
No, it's okay. A wine that gets people into wine sometimes because it's sweet really? and easy to drink. But well, we're on a again, total we, side Again, we started with California coolers and Bartles and James. That's right. So, it's kind I of a Moscato I mean, of wine coolers. I don't know. <laughs> I guess if you start, you know, when you're actually of drinking age. <laughs> I don't okay. know where we're going. Okay, keep going. Pinot Grigio also, just one last data point because I know you love data points. Pinot Grigio mm-hmm. from Italy is the most imported wine by volume in the U.S. and has been for the last 20 years. Wow. So people drink a lot of it. So you can bag on it, but people in the United States especially drink a ton of Pinot so Grigio. So what was more popular 20 years ago than Pinot Grigio from Italy? Okay. I don't know. Let's I don't cut know. that that's part a, out. <laughs> that's for a whole nother episode. Okay. Do you want to know why the wine is called Pinot Grigio or Pinot Gris? I would love to know. Well, do you know what the name, the word means in Italian? Gris. Um, gris. I don't know. It means gray. It means oh, gray. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That and, makes sense. Yeah. And the Shoot. wine, and oh, I know you knew that. And I the think wine I did. The wine is thought to be a mutant of Pinot Noir. And the grapes themselves, they're not green. They're gray? They are kind of gray. They're oh. kind of a grayish blue color. Weird. Most white wine grapes are greenish, mm. but these are, yeah, kind of grayish blue. Okay. You I know, need to put guys, a cork in it tonight. Oh, my. Speaking you, of wine, she had a little popcorn before the show. Like and my blood sugar just went. Ooh, she is just like on Happy. me. Okay. Woo. Sorry. Okay. Hey. Sorry, I'll sit back and listen. You ready for some more information yeah. about our good friend yeah. Pinot Grigio? Okay. When it's Pinot Grigio, it's grown in the northeastern parts of Italy, mostly in the Veneto region, the Friuli, Trentino, and Alto Adige areas. These are super beautiful areas. They're kind of near Venice, bordering Austria and Slovenia. It's also grown in Lombardy, which is where Milan is from, mm-hmm. and that area or kind of borders Switzerland. So that's a little geography lesson for all mm-hmm. of you out there. And it is the most popular white wine in Italy. Oh, I yeah, I would imagine. So again, despite the fact that some people want to bag on it, wine snobs want to bag on it. Never. Italians like it. Whatever. If you like it, you like like it it too. Fine. If you don't like it, no problem. That's right. But don't feel like, you know, you got to hide behind the Pinot Grigio. Like, you know, yeah, drink it up. Yeah, drink it. Drink it proudly. You know, the other great thing about Pinot Grigio that I think people like about it is Mm. that you can just pull it off the shelf at your local store and drink it. What do you mean by that? You don't have to age it. Just pull oh, it off the of shelf course, and drink it. you might need to refrigerate it. Yeah, if it's get it from the refrigerator section. Right. You don't want to drink it warm. Not I will just really. say you don't want to drink yeah, it warm. I mean, we will drink some things even a little like cellar temperature white wine. We will. Yeah, but not, but I would not I say like Pinot that. I like yeah. to start it out cold. I agree. Now, one last fun fact, Carmela. Mm, Pinot okay. Grigio has been around since at least the Middle Ages, oh. but it is relatively new in the United States. And Wikipedia said that it only started showing up here in the 1960s in Oregon as a grape that is grown. Oregon! Okay. Yeah. Right down below. That's right. But I think that's enough history and background, and I think it's time to talk a little bit about the wines we chose for this episode. What do you say? Okay. Let's bring it on. Okay. Are you going to keep interrupting me? Are you going to let me... Am I interrupting you? you're not. You're doing a great job. Okay. You are really doing a great job. I'm trying to refrain. I am. Okay. You're going to... Pretty soon, you're just going to silence the mic. No, I would mute the mic, honey. I want to stay married. I would never <laughs> silence Look, the mic. I wouldn't probably even notice <laughs> you. You'd notice because you got the headphones on. Oh, true. I wish you guys could see us right now. We have headphones on. We're looking at each other and we have headphones on. We're gazing on. into each other's eyes. Yes, it's very Every weird. Every chance we can get. It's a very weird thing. And we're in our basement. We're in our basement. Yeah, there's okay? nothing fancy there, no. about it. No, we're in a... It's, it's, it's basically like a bomb shelter. <laughs> what? 
it. It is not nothing. I mean, if this Actually, is a bomb so- we'd shelter, we die be, if it was a bomb shelter because we well, have windows. Yeah, that's one. Two, it'd be like the nicest bomb shelter ever. Okay, it's not I'm that trying bad. to set a stage here. You were making it sound like where you're in a cave, so I'm trying okay. to just run it's, with it. I, I lied. It's I'm a running cave. with it. It's a cage, actually. It's a, it's a cage. cage. <laughs> we are caged in right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get back to the wines we chose for this episode. As usual, Carmela, all of the wines are under twenty dollars, oh. and all of them should be easy to find because I bought them all either at Costco or at a local grocery store that's by our house and that has a pretty crappy wine section. Ah. So you can you should be able to find these no problem. Okay. okay. And again, at least one of these wines is real popular in the United States, but you should be able to find it anywhere at a, at a big wine shop, online wine retailer, whatever. You should have no trouble finding Pinot Grigio and trouble, probably finding then these. Then you're having trouble. Actually, your call trouble. us. Call us. Let us know. Right. Leave a, just reach a out voicemail. to us. Voicemail. We still take voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> We're some of the few. Yeah. We'll pick up the Somebody phone. Somebody said they don't take voicemail anymore. And I was like, what? No, we don't. I don't take voicemail. I don't know what that That's means. A weird comment. Yeah, I they, don't take it. Like, I just like if it comes, you just delete it. I or? guess. I oh. guess. But we take it. I guess. Okay. So the first wine. Accept it. We accept it. Okay. <laughs> She's on fire tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I am? Okay. As she wears those headphones. Okay. The first wine, as you guessed, uh, as you would guess, is the Costco Kirkland Signature Grave Pinot Grigio. And the one we have is their newest one. It's the 2022. So I will just say, a lot of times you can find ratings for Costco wines, like from Reverse Wine Snob or other places. But this is a really new vintage. All of the vintages I could find that were reviewed were the 2021. So this is the 2022. It's brand spanking. So we're the first reviewers on it. We, We might be. My goodness. We might be. Now, the 2021 did get a pretty good set of reviews. People do like it, okay. even even reviewers. Anyway, the, as it says in the bottle, the wine is from the Friuli Venezia Giulia area of Italy, which is just to the east of Venice. And specifically, the wine is called Grave, or it looks like Grave, but it's Grave. Wow. That's how you'd say it in Italy, because it's from the Friuli Grave area, and it's a specific DOC or a specific region, de- a designated region within Italy where this wine is from. So to be called a Pinot Grigio from Grave, it has to be from that DOC. Okay. Okay. Now, now, like a lot of Kirkland Signature wines, it's really hard to tell who actually makes the wine for them. Mm. We do know that the wine is imported by Misa Imports, and they do have several brands that they import from the Veneto region, but only one of those brands makes a Pinot Grigio, and from what I can tell, it's called San Michele. So ah. Yeah, but that wine doesn't say it's specifically from the Friuli grave area so i'm not sure if it's that brand's wine that's you know that they just relabel or if this is just something they make special which could be Hmm. for costco okay interesting again 2022 so as you said carmelo we may be the first ones to review this wine (gasps) wow now the second one we're gonna try is one i know you can find all over the place and you and i carmelo we've been drinking this wine for years oh wow and it's the chris K R I S uh-huh. Chris Pinot Grigio, uh-huh. with a hand. you know it's got a hand exactly on it. Exactly what it is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, it's an inexpensive wine. It's a very drinkable wine, and we have the 2021 vintage. Okay, this wine is also from the Friuli Venezia Giulia area of Italy, but I didn't see that it was from specifically the Grave area. So we'll see how similar it is. Here's some additional information I got online from the site WinePros.com. There's evidently a website called WinePros.com, mm. and they give the following information about the wine. You ready? Yes. This is a picture of this. The grapes are picked in the fall, 
usually late October, where they are destemmed and gently cracked open and oh. then pressed. My God. And sugar and yeast are added to the grape juice. Which I think is kind of weird. Although, uh, anyway, although I say no, although I did. I, that was my note. I just screwed this <laughs> although. up. Although no, they do say that sugar and yeast are added, but it's weird oh. to say sugar because sugar is very rarely but added. They are adding it to this, so I'm not sure I believe it. I think well, the wine pros are lying. Huh. Anyway, but they do also say that it's stored sugar, in- like pure cane sugar. I guess so. Hmm, okay. Which seems weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like a really low alcohol wine. So a lot of times a low alcohol wine will be really high in sugar. It's normal. Like this. So and Pinot Grigio is not a low alcohol wine. I mean, typically. for a white wine, it's like a typical white wine, 12 okay. and a half, 12, 12 and a half mm-hmm. percent alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but it, it is stored in stainless steel tanks and that's super typical. Mm-hmm. I would expect that all of these wines that we're trying are fermented and stored in stainless steel mm-hmm. and that there's no oak on them at all. It would be, I think, Perfect. pretty rare for a Pinot Grigio to have any oak on it. Okay. And that's part of what makes them really light and crisp. Right. And the last wine we're drinking today is from a different part of Italy. It's called the Barone Fini Valdadige Pinot Grigio and it comes from the Trentino Alto Adige region, which is the northernmost region of Italy and it bumps up against Austria. And it's also a 2021, like our last wine. Okay. Or the previous one. Mm-hmm. And the winery calls this their flagship wine. Wow. And they claim it is made with minimal human intervention and the grapes are hand-picked. So that's a lot of work. Well, the other ones were hand-picked too, weren't they? I guess so. And cracked. And, and, and cracked. Yeah, and then pressed. Cra- and then added they, sugar and yeast. I don't think the sugar. Do you think they crack each individual grape? I think as soon as they pull one, them off the one stem, like, they crack it. Yep, yep. No. And do you think they just, when they crack, I mean, how do you crack and a do grape? Do you think they get any juice in their eye when they it crack it? It would hurt. It would probably hurt. But I don't understand the cracking. You don't, I mean, grapes don't really crack. <laughs> That's like a nut or a... <laughs> oh, well, maybe if it's late October and it's kind of cold, they kind of... Yeah, the Do you think crack. they have a cracker or do you think that they just use their fingers? <laughs> I think they use a machine. I don't know I the difference between crack a... and press when it comes to grapes. But... Maybe when they press, they crack. I don't know. They Maybe. said crack, but that was the previous wine. Okay. That's not this wine. This, this one, wine. Not a lot of human intervention. No. Okay. Although they're hand picked, so that's kind of weird. Hmm. I think they mean after they're picked and put in, in the stainless steel. Okay. This wine is from the Valdadige DOC, which is another specific designation, mm-hmm. and it's in the Northern Alps. And the grapes are grown at between one, 150 and 300 meters above sea level. So a little bit, you know. Higher, a little cooler. A little cooler, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I guess the Valde DJ DOC is really massive, and it's named after the uh, DJ River. And they've been making the wine in this area for a really long time. Now, I'm, I'm not kidding. Perhaps as far back as the 7th century B.C. Mm-hmm. Not, not A.D. My goodness. B.C. Wow. And the reason they think that is because archaeologists have found pots, like ceramic pots, from that that long ago. And wait a minute, but how do they know that it was wine? That they well, they can, making? you know, they can find residues and stuff in, oh, in those things. that's so, yeah. cool. So I, anyway, of, of the wines, this is one that's from a different area of Italy. And so we'll see if we can mm-hmm. taste all the difference. All Pinot Grigios. Though. All Pinot Grigio, all from Italy, all from Northern Italy, but from two different areas of Northern Italy. So okay. we'll see. This will be really fun. So three fun. Different, three different wines from the Northern area of Italy. And we're going to see again how they stack up mm-hmm. to the Costco Kirkland Signature Brand. Wow. So what do you think? Should we get to it? I'm super excited. All right. Let's do it. We're going to take a break. And if you have some Pinot Grigio or some other wine or along. Or some popcorn. Or some popcorn, crack it open. Crack that wine open along with the grapes. Right. And, uh, and we, popcorn. We'll be right back. All right. All right. 
Okay, we are back and we are ready to try our first wine. And our first wine is the Costco Kirkland Signature Grave Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, first thing you're going to say is like, it is light it's in the really glass. It's really light. But it light. just looks refreshing. It does. It just looks like summer. Just to, like down it. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> this is from the Friuli Venezia Giulia region of Italy. Again, this is the 2022 Okay, 2022. Okay, okay. It was a whole do- $4.99 okay. at Costco. Oh, my God. 12.5% alcohol. And as far as we know, 100% Pinot Grigio. And Carmela, what are you smelling? Well, it's there's definitely a lot of citrus on it. I mean, just flat out lemon I'm getting for sure. Um, I'm getting peach. Oh, okay. I'm a little peach. peach. Okay. Um, I'm getting a little bit of like slate too mm. or rock. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Are you getting that? Mm-hmm. A little yeah. bit? Mm-hmm. To me, it's more stone fruit than apple You know, oh. a lot of times uh, white wines are kind of apple I think this is more stone fruit to okay. me. Okay, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. More apricot or no, peach. No, I can't. Or... Even though it looks light, um, it smells refreshing, there is a little hint of sweetness. For sure. You know, I'm still getting a lot of that lemon and kind of that acidity, you know, like uh, uh, from something citrus. But the peach... And there's a little hint of peach color. There is. And it's, I'll say there's a little warm smell on this one too. A little bit like a baking spice, some oh, sort of baking spice. Okay. I feel like I'm getting some sort of baking spice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and uh, this is going to be a weird thing to say, but to me, it smells thick. It smells viscous. Oh, no. I, yeah. Sometimes I think that is definitely something we get, especially off of a white wine. Yeah. Okay. Let's taste it and see what we think. Mmm. Lovely. It's, it's nice. It's so nice. It's lemony. It's very lemony. It is very lemony. Do you think it has peach or nectarine or something? I think on it, it might. I think like even you said apricot. I mm. can taste that too. And I'm thinking maybe a little melon. Maybe Ooh, it has a little melon. Like on what? It. Like a like honey a honeydew. I think little a honeydew. Honey yeah, I think a honeydew as well. In mm. fact, this may be a little honey. May have a little honey Ooh, flavor to it. Okay, as well. maybe that's where you're getting the viscous mm-hmm. smell from too. It's almost there is a little bit of thickness on it. Totally, mm. and a little stone. I am getting a little stone on the end. Mm-hmm. A little like you licked a rock. Ooh, I'm enjoying it. It's so good. Okay, this is, sorry. this is, I'm just going to tell you all, Carmela, she's said this before. This is a dangerous wine. Why it is it a dangerous wine, Carmela? It's very easy drinking. Oh it goes down like real easily. I mean, too easy. It goes down too easy. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to say it's the, it's like water, but it is like refreshing enough. And there's just that hint of Give me that bottle flavor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh my it. gosh. We I'm may finish this it. off before the episode is over. <laughs> just be like drunk as skunks. Just because it's a hot day in Seattle oh. and we might just drink it down. Oh my gosh. Wow. Hmm. Well, on that note, I think in order not to just chug it. What are you going to eat with it? Yeah, though? you probably need to eat something with it. So I would, de- I mean, it's definitely a seafood. Would you have popcorn with it? I was going to say popcorn <laughs> is I, saltiness with mm-hmm. it. Actually, oh, this it, would be good. You're right. Salty foods. Yeah. Like potato pop, chips. Potato even. chips. Yeah. yeah. Popcorn. Mm-hmm. And if, like, I mean, I could do a very delicate fish mm-hmm. with uh, like that sea bass I had the other night oh, with like okay. a like a light lemon butter sauce mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. that little bit of salt from the butter but the lemon you know would, I think that would be delicious but then again you could do like fried fish totally calamari mm-hmm. <gasps> I had you know what I had when we went out to dinner for work I had a mafalde which is kind of a it's like a long spaghetti but it's like got frills it's like frilly like a frilly oh, collar oh, oh. and it was shrimp and it was kind of creamy Ooh. it was with shrimp in it and it was kind of creamy cream sauce. it'd be really good with this really the shrimp spaghetti and 
clams. Oh mm. my gosh. Any shellfish yes. would be great. This is that's what I love about this is it just balances things. It doesn't overpower. It just kind of keeps so nice. everything in balance where you just it, the, it complementing each other perfectly. And Carmel, this wine was $4.99. Incredible. I mean, really, you'd buy it all day. I would. You'd buy it all day. This it, is crowd pleaser, crowd yeah, pleaser. Absolutely. You know, their food I'd have with this, my favorite food that I would have with a white wine, Carmela, is? Um, oh, I know. A spicy food, like Asian food. Yes. Spicy. Something. 197% wow. true. Yeah. Okay, so let's give this one a rating like we do all of them. As a reminder, on our rating scale, we rate on a scale of 1 to 10. There's no halvesies. It's a whole number. Okay. Okay? And a 7 or above means we're going to buy it. And a 4 or below means we're going to dump it down the sink. And last week, we had a real low-rated wine. And a 5 or a 6 means it's okay. It's okay. We'll Mm -hmm. drink it. Mm -hmm. We we may not pretend that we didn't, you know, we didn't actually ask for it. We'll Mm -hmm. probably finish it. Okay. Um, But we're probably not going to buy it. So what rating would you give to this wine? I just am not finding a lot of problems with it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a nine. Oh, wow. Out of the gate, I'm giving it a nine. Well, I'm going to... Four ninety nine nine. Well, this is part of what I'm having trouble with is for four ninety nine. come on. Like, I'm having a hard time not giving it a million, you know? I know. Uh-huh, but I'm, I'm going to be more conservative. I'm going to give okay. it an eight. I okay. think it's like, I would totally buy it every day of the week. Mm. It's definitely one, you know, it's, it's a great wine. It's going to be a crowd pleaser. If you're having a party... Why a wouldn't summer you? party, you'd be crazy. And you're crazy. like having a lot of people and you don't want to spend like so much per bottle. Dumb. You'd oh be dumb. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to try our next wine and see how this lines up to that. All right. Okay. We are back and we are ready to try our next wine. This is the Chris, K-R-I-S, Chris Pinot Grigio. I will say, like the last one. It is a screw cap. Woohoo. Woo. And this one's a little bit darker in color, almost like somebody didn't drink enough water. Um, <laughs> this is from the Friuli Venezia Giulia region, like the last one of Italy. This is a 2021. This was $12.99. So this is our most expensive wine of the night. And we got it at QFC, which is a local Kroger retailer. Uh, it's 12.5% alcohol, same as the last one. And as far as we know, again, 100% Pinot Grigio. And what are you smelling in this wine, Carmela? Well, I'm getting a little more like pear, I think, on it. That's what I thought, too. Really? Yeah. Stronger smelling. It is. It is. Uh, it's a little sweeter mm-hmm. smelling. It doesn't have as much lemony, I don't think, quite as mm-hmm. much lemony. Not I'm as still much get- citrus, yeah. I'm still getting that kind of like honey smell and a little bit of the, mm-hmm. still a little bit of peach, but I agree, more pear. Mm-hmm. Not not a ton of apple. No, but but if there is, it's almost like, you know, those Asian pears. Ooh. Oh, you always like the Asian pears. Yeah. My mom used to get those for me. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. crunchy. Yeah, crunchy, mm. like a, cr- a crunchy pear. Mm-hmm. Like you could just crack that pear. What else? I'm trying to, there's something I'm not pinpointing that I feel like, and it might be kind of a candy. Okay. Like a Jolly Rancher, but okay. like a Apple Jolly Rancher. Okay, but you're so you're a little tiny bit of apple. A little, with well, the pear. and that's the thing is I'm not even sure it's. I mean, you know, Jolly Rancher apple is artificial, so I'm just getting kind of that sugary. Yeah, little sugar. Oh, and this one had the sugar added. Maybe apparently. it did. Maybe it did. Apparently. Okay, well, let's try it. Definitely Ooh. a stronger flavor, more yeah. appley, more apple mm-hmm. or pear flavor for sure. Almost kind of like a apple crisp, mm, like a pie, like yeah, more of a pie, a pie or a crisp. It is sweeter. Mm-hmm. It's sweeter than the last one. I can, I can kind of believe maybe they did add sugar. That'd be an interesting thing. 
They may have. To find out from, I don't know if we can. What else are you tasting on It's this? not as, um. it's nice. It's not as dry as the last one. It's Mm-mm. not as clean as the last one. It's got a little bit of stone or something at the end bitter, of it. A little bit of bitter, a little bit of like end. bitter mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Like a little lemony, mm-hmm. lemon pith or something yes, at the end. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. To me, it's it's nice, but it's really not as crisp and refreshing as the first one. Right. It's not like that traditional Pinot Grigio taste, I think, that we got on the first one. So I actually, I think if you like a little bit more oomph, a little bit more body, a little bit more depth to your white wine, this is more your style. And right. I think this is more of like a winter white wine. Yeah, you know, I would like agree. Something would... you might have during Thanksgiving or some sort of like yes. winter holiday versus the Costco one is a summer one. Right. Like it's this is not wine. as cleansing. This is going to stick yeah. around. I feel like the whole the mouthfeel is going on. Yeah. But it's nice. It's nice. Oh, it, yeah. Definitely a different season. For, for sure. white wine. Yeah. What would you drink, or sorry, what would you eat with this wine? Well, I think you could do something a little, like, heavier with a white wine like this. Like, the other one you want to do, you know, a little more light. Um, you could do a creamier sauce with this. Even I think like that's a, a good call. Yeah. A cream sauce, I would do... Raviolis. A, yeah. Like a cheese stuffed ravioli mm-hmm. would be or so Or a butternut nice. squash ravioli. Oh, my gosh. Right? That would Pumpkin be really ravioli. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you could get away with something a little bolder. What about, like, a... Peas and prosciutto. Pizza. You could do a white white pizza. pizza. If you don't know what a white pizza is, it doesn't have red sauce on it. It's Mm -hmm. just like an olive oil and cheese. It would actually be great. Charcuterie, really nice. Yeah. Even like a pesto, I think. Mm. You could do garlic with this. Like a heavier garlic pesto, I think, Mm -hmm. would be nice, too. Yeah. I think Mm. you're right. Bruschetta, something like that with Mm -hmm. maybe a little, like you're saying, a little garlicky on it. Mm -hmm. Be nice. This would hold up really well to fried foods. Yeah, probably probably even sure. better than the Kirkland one. Right, but it's it's a nice wine. It's just different. It's funny. It like same wine, same region. Mm-hmm. Not the Grave, but like same region, and it's a different wine. Yeah. It's got more depth and body to it. For sure. Okay, for sure. What uh, what rating would you give this wine? So I would definitely buy it. Um, I am probably partial at this point to the Kirkland, uh, but I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. I'm a seven as well. Okay. I definitely would buy it. We, we've bought this a million yeah. times. I just, I'm not as crazy about it in comparison because it's a little on the sweet side for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not as... Um, not what you're expecting as much in a Pinot Grigio. No, not as quite refreshing. It's not, to me, it's not sip by the pool kind of wine mm. like the other one was. No. But good wine. Okay, well, we're going to take a break and we're going to try our last wine. What do you say? Sounds good. <laughs> Okay, we are back and we are ready to try our last wine. And Carmela, this one is a cork, not a screw cap. Oh, so there's man. that, right? Right off the <laughs> bat. Now That's you were fine. you were saying some something kind of interesting during the break about just trying the well, wines. You know, when you're when you are doing a challenge like this or when you're trying different wines, even if it's the same grape, when you're doing them side by side, all of a sudden you can taste the nuances, the yeah. differences that you know, all of a sudden that make them you that make them unique. And yeah. so it's harder to be, you know, you're a little judgier, I guess, too, because you're deciding what you like in comparison. But it's pretty fun too. It like is it is super kind fun. of a fun thing to do. Like, oh, I like this one a little bit different better for this reason or whatever. Mm-hmm, so anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the Barone Fini Valdadige Pinot Grigio. This is from Italy, but it's from the Trentino Alto Adige area. This is a 2021. It was $9.99 at QFC. Again, a Kroger store, 12.5% alcohol. And again, we think it's 100% Pinot Grigio. So what are you smelling on this one? Hmm. Well, 
It's definitely kind of like that fresh air. That's funny. Yeah. I was thinking like flowery. It's okay. kind of like yes. floral. Yeah. Okay. Like a field of flowers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm still getting some like lime though mm. or lemon again, the citrus on it. I'm getting a little bit more maybe pear, but I'm again just getting a little mm. bit of like um, a little bit of peach. I think more peach on this one and a little bit of melon again. But I can get the lemon or lime. Actually, more lime. More I think lime. you're right. More yeah, lime. Yeah, a little more subtle. And I'm still getting kind of a honey. Something yeah, sweet. There is a little bit something of honey. sweet like that. But other than or like... vanilla. Do you think it's vanilla? Maybe a little bit of vanilla. Let me see. Oh. What do you think? I don't know. Maybe a little vanilla. Let's try it and see okay. what we think. Mm. It's lighter. It's, it's the lim- lightest. It's lemony. Yeah. Super citrusy. Yeah. But it's the lightest, I think, of all three. This one's got the most lemon to me. Yeah. Most like mm-hmm. kind of a crispy lemonade. Summer. Almost lemonade. So summer. Almost oh, got yeah. a lemonade yeah. on it. Yeah. What about like even a, like a, like a oh, what do you want? Like a, like a strawberry lemonade almost. I don't know. Something a little creamy about it too. Yeah. There's some, there's something in the lemonade. Mm. I'm with you. Like a different mm. flavor along with it. Could be a strawberry. I don't know. Or pe- like a watermelon lemonade, lemonade. Watermelon lemonade. There is something else in it. Hmm. But it's summery. It's definitely a summer Pinot Grigio. It doesn't have the same. It's got some kind of stone at the end, but it doesn't have the same dryness on the end. That the It lingers a lot more. Hmm. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm really tasting that lemony taste because the aftertaste kind of sticks around. And it's really lemony. Yeah. It's a little pithy. A little I would bit. Say, but I don't think it's super bitter. It's like no. lemon. Yeah. It's or maybe it's like zesty. Yeah. Kind of the zest of the lemon, not the pith. Yeah. Do you know the difference? Like, <laughs> yes. And like the juice, the juice of a lemon. Yes. Okay. And the pulp. I'll buy that. A little lemon pulp. I'll buy that for a dollar. Wow. If it's not for sale. Well, that's fine. Right. Okay. Okay. What food would you pair with this Barone Fini Vadadige Pinot Grigio? I think you could do I mean Hands down, all these wines, you can have fish with it. Mm-hmm, you could even sure. do chicken with this. You could do like a chicken salad. I would do something. Chicken Caesar. Chicken, a chicken Caesar would be really nice. With I anchovies. Oh, I know good. you're not a big anchovy uh-uh. Caesar salad, but that saltiness from the anchovies would go really nicely with this. I'm thinking fried fish. Fried calamari, Ooh. fish and chips. Like it would be really good. Fried oysters. We had fried oysters. Recently. <laughs> oh, God. They were good. We're not oyster lovers. You're making me want to burp. But we have an oyster farm at our beach house. Hey, we do. And you're not you're not into them. I, I thought it was good. No. thought they were good. I wanted to. I know. He was like a little kid. He ate half of it and then like was giving it to me under the table. Like, please finish this. It was one of those things I where like rude, you taste but... the first little bite. You're like, mm, and then you're like. Oh. And yeah. I just thought about what it was. And I was like. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did. He basically like like handed mm. it off to me like really carefully so nobody would see. <laughs> and I just ate it. It was gross. Okay. No. What, uh, what rating should we give this wine? Okay. So again, I'm going to give this. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. I'm going to give this one more of, um, I'm, I'm debating, I'm debating. Mm, I'm giving it an eight. Okay. I like it better than the Chris. I don't actually think I like it better than the Costco though. So I'm, but I, I don't think I'm going to go up to a nine. You went to a nine on the Costco. I still think I'm going to stick on an eight. I really okay. liked it. Okay. They're just different wines. This, they're both crisp and refreshing. It's just the Costco one was like. So bright. Oh yeah. But not bright in the, the like, 
this one's bright, like lemony bright. That was just like a clean tasting right. one. Right. I agree. And that's the thing is I am having a hard time because I like this one. I like all three of them. I really do. But it, it is when you're when you're tasting them against others, mm-hmm. which is super fun. And you kind of just you kind of figure out what you like, but it does make you a little more judgy. Like you're like, oh, but I really don't want to finish mm-hmm. that one. I so. agree. And again, like it's super fun. Uh, we recommend try this at home. Like mm-hmm. try three wines, even from the same area, same grape, and you'll taste the difference. And yeah. it's really interesting. Mm. So which of these Pinot Grigios are you finishing tonight, Carla? Ooh, I know this is just like a given when it comes to me. But, you know, hands down, the Kirkland tonight. You know what? I'm with you. I think mm. we're going to be drinking that Kirkland. It's going to be gone in a flash. Wow. Then we're going to have to come back to this one. Which is fine. Yeah. I did. I, I like them all, though. There wasn't yes. a bad one in the bunch, which no. is really nice when you try three wines that you you do like mm-hmm. okay well let's talk about the taste profiles expected from a pinot grigio okay wine folly says for a pinot gris white peach oh. lemon zest cantaloupe raw almond and crushed gravel spruce eat says aromas of lemon lime pear and stone fruit like peach and apricot ah. you might also notice sense of almond baking spices or honeysuckle okay. uh, flavors can range from melon to green apple and some offer even subtle tropical or citrus fruit. Okay. So the Costco Kirkland Pinot Grigio, this is what it says in the bottle, displays a fragrant bouquet of crisp apple with a hint of white flowers. Bright acidity is followed by a clean, refreshing finish. Okay. Uh, we di- They didn't get a lot of the flavors. We had a little bit less apple on that mm-hmm, one for sure. Mm-hmm. The crisp Pinot Grigio, the winery says, pale yellow in color, uh, enticing aromas of acacia flowers, citrus, tangerine, and hints of apricots and almonds. Uh, lean and refreshing on the palate with hints of blossom and honey. Okay. We're getting a lot of those. The almond is interesting because now I kind of think getting I can taste that. Yeah. But the other flavors we are definitely getting. Yes. Honey, yes. Mm-hmm. peach, For sure. lemon. Yep. Okay. Let's talk about the Barone Fini Valdadige Pinot Grigio. The winery says, showcases aromas of floral and lemon mist with oh. ripe, juicy flavors of honeydew and apple filling the mouth. Nice. The handy wine guide says the initial notes of white fruits, such as pear and green apple, followed by hints of citrus and white flowers. Also subtle aromas of honey and almonds. On the palate, it's light-bodied and crisp with vibrant acidity and refreshing finish. The flavors are consistent with the nose with prominent notes of pear and citrus and a subtle, subtle hint of minerality. So there you go. Oh, nice. So... We know, okay, we're biased. We know we like Pinot Grigio, so definitely we're Pinot Grigio fans. We would say, you know, drink it. But what would you say to the wine snobs? Okay, you know what? (laughs) Just give it a try. Come on. Just do it. Open your minds. Exactly. Like, snobby or not, you gotta, you know. This is what I would say you do. Turn that that nose. Upside down. Right, This is what I would say, wine snobs. Do a blind taste test with it and a Riesling and a Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, true. And just, like, stop your snobbing and see what happens. Right, right. See what you like better. Yeah. I like the whole expand your mind. Exactly. Don't be a snob snob. No. All right. Well, Carmela, it's just about time for us to go. But before we do, we do want to thank you, all of you out there in listening land. Thank you very much for listening to us. Every single one of you. You and you and you. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't done so, now would be a really awesome time to subscribe to the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we would really, again, appreciate a rating and review on the podcast service or our website of your choice. Um, and uh, we'd also love to hear from you. Like, tell us about a wine that you want us to taste tell or review. what you're doing this weekend. Yeah, exactly. So right. you can come to us at thewinepairpodcast.com. You can leave us a voice message. Voice message. We take voicemail. We'll take, we take voicemail. We take it, yeah. You can send us an email at joe at the We wine take pair. cash, too. No. We do take cash. <laughs> no credit cards. We do Zelle and we'll do Venmo. Venmo. 
Right. But no, no credit cards. We'll do it all day. That's right. Uh, you can also email us at joe at the winepairpodcast.com and you can follow us on Instagram and threads. And with that, we're going to say thank you. We're going to sign off and we'll see you next time. And as we like to say, life is short. So stop drinking shitty wine. Correct. Bye bye. Bye bye. Too much.